0: One of the more frequent questions we receive is, do I earn enough income to buy a home? But it has less to do with your income and more to do with your debt to income ratio. So on today's episode, we're gonna dive into what the debt to income ratio is and how it can work for you. Welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast, where every week we educate and encourage aspiring homeowners to help them buy their first home faster. If you aspire to own a home, you're in the right place so enjoy. Do us a favor and leave a review, a rating, and be sure to subscribe. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hey, real quick before we start, I want to ask you a question. How long are you going to wait before you decide to get started? I mean, you want to buy a house and you're earning income, so what's holding you back? Visit our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start you can take an online assessment instead of a free 30 minute call and we're going to put a plan together to help you get from where you are to where you truly want to be. So don't let fear hold you back from buying your first home. All right, now back to the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the homeowner prep podcast. You know, today's episode, we're going to kind of dive into a misunderstanding. If you would, you know, we receive a lot of questions about income. And you know, do I make enough money to buy a place, especially you know, my first home, because you know what you can qualify on to rent and how they calculate if you can, uh, if you're actually making enough money to rent is a little different than when you're calculating how much you can make, and how much you're earning in comparison to what your mortgage is going to be. And so a lender is going to look at your income differently. And so we're going to dive into that today, and really talk about the debt to income ratio. A debt to income ratio is a calculation that a lender is gonna use. And they're gonna look at how much you're earning on a monthly basis in comparison to how much money is going out in your debt, you know, your obligations, your monthly debt obligations. And what they're looking at is a ratio to say, you know, if you are qualified or if you're paying out way too much in comparison to your income. And so we're gonna talk about this because I wanna clarify this for a lot of folks. Usually when people reach out and they're saying, hey, can I qualify for a home? You know, they're asking for a cookie cutter answer. And unfortunately, this is one of those things that's not a cookie cutter clear picture. We actually have to dive into your income. We have to actually look at pay stubs or W-2s or your tax returns because all that is going to factor into how much you're actually earning for your gross income. When we factor that in, we're going to then compare that to what we see on the credit report as your monthly debt obligations. And then the calculation between that gross income and what's showing up on your credit report as obligations is how we actually can answer that question. So I know it sounds a little confusing, but I'm going to break that down for you. First of all, a debt to income ratio has two parts to it. You have a front end and you have a back end. So the front end part of the ratio is actually just the mortgage payment, what you're expecting mortgage payment is going to be on the home that you want to buy. That's going to be the front end. So they're going to compare that again to your gross income. The back end is actually taking the monthly payment of your mortgage plus those debt obligations that I mentioned that are showing up on your credit report. So obviously that's going to be a higher number and that still has to meet a certain threshold as well. And so I'm gonna dive into, you know, what the FHA thresholds are, because it seems to be used more often than not for first-time home buyers. I wanna make a clear distinction between your gross income and your net income. I know a lot of folks, they, you know, they're they're thinking about, hey, well, I make this much, that's how much I bring home. And they're gonna look at that and say, well, that's what, you know, I can use to qualify for a home. But in actuality, the lender's actually going to use your gross income. So it's going to be different from your net income. Your net is your take home as after all the taxes, after all the things that come out, you know, whether you're paying for um, medical or anything like that, all that stuff comes out of your gross income. And then whatever's left is your net income. That's your take home income. Um, But the lender, fortunately enough, is not using your net income. They're going to use your gross income. And so if you have a gross income of, say, five thousand dollars per month, well, FHA is going to use their ratios to say, well, how much can your debt and your mortgage payment be for an FHA loan in 2022, the front end ratio is 31%, which means that your monthly mortgage, which includes your principal, your interest, your taxes, and your insurance cannot be more than 31% of your gross income, that $5,000, right? So if you take five thousand dollars times thirty one percent, you'll see what your total mortgage payment is going to be. That's the total allowable. Now the back end has a little bit more fluctuation. So on a, an FHA, they're gonna look at 43% typically. Now that can rise or 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 fall depending on your credit scores and things of that nature. So again, this is not a cookie cutter answer. I'm just going to give you the basics, which the basic in 2022 FHA ratios are 31 on the front end and 43 on the back end. The reason why I mentioned that it can fluctuate is because we've seen it actually go up to 50% on the back end. So, you know, there's some some leeway there if you would. So again, that back end ratio is now taking that mortgage payment, which was 31% of you know your your gross income, plus any installment payments and debt obligations. So these are credit card minimums. This is your car loan. Student loans are going to be calculated a certain way to be included in your in your ratios as well. Um, but anything that you're paying monthly on. Now it does exclude your day to day, so your utilities, your cable bill, your cell phone bill. And this is important to note because now with the changes that have happened in um, FICO scoring, they're allowing you to use some of these other expenses on your credit report to build your credit, which is good. I mean, there's a big issue with folks who just don't have credit and how do they establish it? So yes, they're going to include these things on your credit report, which is great, but when the lender is qualifying you, they're not going to include those in your debt. So again, these are cell phone utility, utilities, um, you know, things that you're just paying on day to, on a month to month. Um, but they're not going to be included in this ratio. So that's great news. So again, if you're looking at a debt to income ratio and you're just trying to do your own calculations as a rough number, look at 31% on the front end. That's what your mortgage payment could be. Again, as principal interest, taxes, and insurance, and then look at 43% on the back end to be safe. Um, and that'll help you understand where you should be. This is why it's important to know what's on your credit report. We want to make sure that what's showing up on your credit report is actually yours. First of all, Um, but if there's opportunities to whether to say, you know, pay your credit cards down so that you can get to a minimum versus, you know, having a 100 or $150 minimum payment, maybe you can get down to $25 as a minimum payment. Um, If you have a car payment that's high, well, maybe you got the car when your credit wasn't as good and now that your credit is better maybe there's an opportunity to refinance the car to bring that payment down before you decide to buy a house so there's things that you can do to control these ratios but it's most important that you know exactly what it is and how it's going to be used so again take your gross monthly income you're going to multiply that by 31 percent that's the expected maximum house payment that you can have And then you're going to take that gross income and multiply it by 43%. That's the max that you can have as far as the mortgage and all of your debts. One point I do want to make, um, you know, is that if you are, say you're buying the house yourself and you have a spouse, but they're not going to go on the loan. Um, Maybe they're stay at home mom, stay at home dad, and they're not bringing any income. So you say, you know what, we're not going to include you on the loan. We'll just do it under one name. That's great. But if you are in a community property state, and there are there are 10 of them as of 2022, California being one of them, even though you're not going to include the income from the spouse, they will include the debt from the spouse. So it will make it tougher to qualify because the ratios will actually be impacted by your spouse's debt, even though they're not going on the loan because we're a community property state here in California. And again, there's 10 of them. So know what your state is, are your community property, you know, is that debt going to be included? And we can definitely have that conversation as we sit down and, and we talk about, you know, what it is that you need to do to qualify and get pre-approved. But yeah, just keep that in mind because the debt will be included even though there's no income coming in. So we, don't, we definitely want to make sure that, you know, if you are looking to qualify, this is not a cookie cutter solution. Yes, you can run some rough numbers, but it's best to actually have a conversation. So if you're thinking about qualifying to buy your first home and you just kind of want to start the process and dive a little bit deeper into where you qualify visit us on our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start you can actually set up a free um consultation it's a 30-minute consultation online via zoom um you know we're going to just meet with you and go over this information and really kind of dive in a little bit deeper to help you understand exactly where you're at if you're not sure where your credit scores are or you're, you know you haven't looked at your credit report in a long time i definitely encourage you to pull your credit take a look at it um we oftentimes will refer our clients to use MyFICO. we have an affiliate relationship with them you know because MyFICO. we found that the scores that they're giving you on my fico are pretty close to what a lender is going to see and so that's why we definitely refer that program over to some of the others that are out there. So again, if you're just looking to get started, no matter where you're at, visit our website, homeownerprep.com forward slash start. And if you just have a quick question that you want to ask, easiest way to get to us is on social media. Um, more often than not, questions come in through our Instagram channel at homeowner prep. So I hope you got some valuable information. I hope now you know what a debt to income ratio is and how it's used. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And until the next episode, be blessed. If you've enjoyed this show and got some great value from it, please be sure to rate and review. And if you're checking it out on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe. That really does help us to continue the show and bring in some great guests to help you on your home buying journey.